in five, four, three, two, one. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Just Being Ridiculous or JBR for short. I'm your host, Nancy Lore. And oh my gosh, I feel like I say that every time so you guys already know the deal, okay? But anyways, <laughs> this is episode eight, right? Yeah. <laughs> episode eight. And this week I have my cousin, Huh, here with me and she'll introduce herself you can say whatever you want you know just your name or however you're comfortable you're sharing you are with sharing stuff okay hi everyone my name is hua um if you guys seen the previous episodes my sisters pachia and pa um i'm the third of out of five girls so yeah yeah and like i already said with the other two sisters um she is my uh, mom's oldest brother's daughter so yeah very i think out of all of not think i know for out yeah. of all of us <laughs> I think, yeah, out of all of you us you better know yeah, they have the biggest family okay because they got nine kids so she got like eight siblings so yeah and then i think the next one would probably be us yeah because we got six yeah yeah so you can already imagine how big our family is if we already have that much kids between two like siblings so yeah. yeah i feel like we have like a lot of cousins within yeah. just our family but i feel like um because we're all older everyone's doing their own thing and have their for own sure. schedule so it's i feel like it's harder for us to get together now i know i was just gonna say that because um like i said i just told you i just filmed a fancy earlier and i was just saying that like i feel like we since we have not seen each other since the fucking halloween party you know so um yeah right Have i haven't seen you since have i seen you since halloween yeah, I think it was Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So with COVID and everything and then just life and shit. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I have Hola here today with me with me here today. And um out of all my cousins, I think Hola is the one I'm most close with. Yeah. yeah, we've been through a lot together. <laughs> you know, like I helped her get into college, she helped me get a job, like uh, we went, we were, I worked at Panda because of her, thanks to her. And that was a really fun, really fun experience. <laughs> it was, working at Panda, there's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. So if you didn't know, I worked at Panda Express and I also worked at Panda Express. You were there for a while, like a really long time though, since high school, right? Yeah, I was there my senior year. I probably was at Panda for like almost five years. Like I was close to my five year mark. Yeah. I probably left like, a few months before my five year really mm-hmm. oh dang yeah did they I, give you a gift or anything i always forget panda's a great company to work for yeah um no so you at panda you have to work at least five years to get a gift and then 10 years you get another gift so every oh, five years they give you a gift i yeah. see i see and then when you first started at panda you were a regular associate yeah i was a regular front of the house and then um in front of the house if you don't know is the one that greets you hi would you like to sample anything today yeah (laughs) yes it's that one hello welcome to pan express (laughs) it's that one the one that like gives you the food but yeah yeah. i started out as a front of the house and then i worked my up my way up to being a manager of the store so she a gm yeah the the location i was at right before i left was um, mall america and then i ran the second busiest Panda Express in Minnesota. Yeah, homegirl was balling. Okay, uh, let's start with Panda. Okay, then because I feel like Panda Express, it's like 
I feel like when people think of Panda Express, they just think of like stupid, cheap Asian food. But if you don't know, a lot of work goes into all of that. Okay, Panda is very like nitpicky. I would say yes, because they always want the best like quality over everything. They do not even just food wise, but like just the store service. Yeah, the service, the like store, the cleanliness, not just inside the location, but even outside the location, the parking lot, everything. Yeah, the sign, the building. Everything has to be perfect. Yeah. So if you feel like you want to go into like the like food industry, I feel like Panda is a great place to start at because it teaches you a lot of valuable lessons. It does. Yeah. What What is your biggest takeaway from being at Panda? Because you were there for like almost five years. I would say my biggest takeaway would be um, if you work hard, the outcome of what you want will you will get there. Yeah, yeah. I think my biggest takeaway. I've only I only worked there for like I want to say two years, maybe almost two years. My biggest takeaway is never be satisfied. Yes, you can always be always better. better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> biggest takeaway. Yes, biggest takeaway. Don't settle. Don't don't settle down where you're like okay. Because once you settle down, then you're never gonna grow. Yeah. Yeah, so. You could always do better. Can Everything always could always better. be better. Yes. <laughs> so I think, like, I feel like I take that with me everywhere now. Whenever I get clean my house or, like, at my job now or anywhere else, I feel like that's my biggest takeaway from Panda. Yeah. Just to never be satisfied, so. I feel like now with when only that, like, uh, what you learn at Panda, like, you kind of bring it into your home. Mm-hmm. So, like, the way you organize, I remember, like, as a manager, they suggested us to watch uh, Marie Kondo yeah I don't know if you guys seen it on Netflix where she organized like clothes and your whole house pretty much like she teaches you how to organize your house yeah and I actually did that with my clothes so oh my gosh I remember you telling me that and you cleaned out all your clothes I did did you do that thank you (laughs) I did yeah (laughs) I did (laughs) took me a long time like I did not realize how much clothes I had until I like stacked them up and like like, my bed is like this Uh height and my clothes are like almost to the ceiling. <laughs> Babe, are you serious? Yeah. No way. You yeah. just sold some of them. I feel like you would have gotten so much money. No, I didn't sell them. I just donated. Just donated. Yeah, yeah, all my clothes. I feel like I always tell myself I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna sell it, but I never end up doing it. I just like bring it to girls and I'm like done. Yeah. I'm done with it. Yeah. It's like you kind of just get it out, and I mean, I guess you're doing it for a good cause, so. True. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Panda was really fun. I feel like because we both worked. At different locations, but I feel like one experience we can both comment on is our Valley Fair experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valley Fair was really fun, but also really, it was stressful, but it was fun. Yes. yes. Uh, so when I first started Panda, I started as a assistant manager because I had just graduated college, right? And then I thought it'd be great to start something because um, starting off as an assistant manager, like I'm able, I was able to get like all the, what is it? Kind of like what general manager does with like responsibilities and stuff, but like maybe not as hardcore as they am as a general manager. But we, I worked at Valley Fair for the summer, and y'all, <laughs> oh, that was so tiring because <laughs> that was my first like first Panda Express store that I was in charge of all by myself as a manager and girl. It wasn't even like a full Panda Express menu, but it was still like super busy. Yeah. I feel like 
working at Valley Fair, like during the busy season of like when all the students is going to Valley Fair for end of the year, yeah. oh, and they're doing that field trip, like the line is crazy long, nonstop, yeah. nonstop, crazy long. Like sometimes we make like twelve thousand dollars, yeah, a day. Yeah, it's like crazy long, but like when it comes to slow season, it's really really slow too. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Yeah, which is right after like right in September, right after Labor Day, when people go back to school and so. But I don't know. I feel like piano is just a really fun experience because i think if you're someone who wants to like know and piano doesn't just like i feel like people always get a misconception about fast food workers in general that like they're just there to serve food and that they just make food and stuff but it's so much more than that because and especially in panda they taught us and on the manager level they taught us how to read like um kpi was that was that is a kpi is that the shape we were talking about? I already forgot. Where, like, we know about how much, like, our status is in the company and our scores and how well we Profit did. and loss. Yeah. <laughs> Profit and loss sheets and, I don't know, just, like, a bunch of other um, financial things on the store that you're running. Yeah. I would say, like, the nice thing, like, going from Panda Express to Wells Fargo, I would say, like, the nice thing about Panda is that, like, it's owned by one person. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, when we go support like Panda, everyone's pretty much like a family where you pretty much know everyone. And when you support a different location, so for example, if I'm working at like the Brooklyn Center location and then um, Brooklyn Park, they need a worker and I go support Brooklyn Park. Like it's really easy to just transfer your name back and forth. Yeah. We're like, well, but then, but then we're like, well, Wells Fargo, it's not like that. So if I wanted to just, work somewhere else it's a lot harder to like just transfer oh really it's not as easy as um pen express yeah oh i didn't know that i thought that like wells fargo is like one big company that owns everything like do they have like separate they're like separate districts but like okay but like transferring wise like just supporting wise it's like it's more it's different oh yeah oh that sucks yeah and like if i want for example if i wanted a um a different position at uh-huh. wells fargo i will have to go through all the like the whole hiring and interviewing process again. the interview process everything again where like at panda you could just like if you want to move up they'll promote you and then they'll you know you'll go wherever you want to you don't mm-hmm. have to redo the whole hiring process like yeah going through hr and all that yeah yeah because your name just like can go from one store to another so easily yeah dang that's crazy but yeah, speaking about Wells Fargo, since you went from like Panda from fast food industry to like banking industry, like was it a big adjustment for you? Do you feel like? I don't think it was a big adjustment. I feel like I'm a fast learner in general, so mm-hmm. and I adapt quick. When I went to Wells Fargo, like I went in February, and then March the pandemic happened, so I didn't really get like the full Wells Wells Fargo. Oh yeah, yeah, because like we went from. Um, working every other week so like i work one week and i get a week off i work one week and there's two different teams so like we're not mixing um workers we we went from that to like um shortening our hours so instead of opening from nine to six we're open from like nine to five now and then on saturdays nine to twelve so i never really worked at like nine to six or nine to one yeah yeah okay do you feel like you see yourself staying with wells fargo for uh, a long time I do. Um, I do see myself staying with Wells Fargo for a long time just because I feel like there's a lot of opportunity areas 
like opportunity right. areas at Wells Fargo and um I feel like it's just a bigger company in general so I have more options to decide what I like and why, what I don't like okay yeah oh that sounds fun um and do you feel like you're gonna stay with like that like uh one-on-one customer interaction or do you think you want to move towards like Wells Fargo corporate offices or I feel like I've always worked with customer service and I've never really done like behind the scene things uh-huh. so I do want to experience both I do want to experience both and see what I like but I know that I'm a person I'm I like to interact with people so I feel like I'll probably stay with more with the customer service side just yeah. because um when I was younger <laughs> when I when I was like a I don't know beginning of high school um I live in North Minneapolis so they have this program called called Step Up and uh, they paired me up with UCARE. So I was working at UCARE for the summer uh-huh. and it was an office job where I had like my own cubicle and everything, my yeah. own desk. I, yeah, that, that job, like it I just, was not about it. Yeah. Like I went to work every day, eight hours, five days a week. And I just did not like, it, it was so boring. Like uh-huh. they didn't have enough work for me. And like, for me, I'm the type of people, like I want to do things really fast. Like, okay, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Okay. It's done. Next thing, next thing, yeah. you know, like kind of like a fast food yeah <laughs> you know like maybe you, because you're a panda for so long or do you think no that's just like how you are i think that's just how i am yeah. like i always have like that sense of urgency like even when i drive like just going somewhere like she a fast driver yeah like just going somewhere i'm just like i gotta get there i gotta get there you know like yeah. I, I don't know why i always feel so rushed but that's just who i am just so <laughs> i feel like for me okay just driving I feel like if I'm not rushing anywhere, I'll, do I'll be going like the speed limit, 55, 55. But like if I'm going somewhere that I need to be in, like that I was supposed to be at like ten minutes ago, I'd be going like 65. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I remember this one time we were we went out when it was we went to Renee's old place in um, Bloomington. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we went there and <laughs> Nancy was okay. So. I like used to always drive to Bloomington too, but I would drive on the fast lane. Like I always, I'm always on the fast lane, the very left lane. And then Nancy was driving on the right lane because she was a driver that day. <laughs> and I'm like, I was so confused. I'm like, where are we? And she's like, oh, we're, yes, I she's this. like, we're on 35. And I'm like, are we really? And I was looking around and I realized that we were on 35, but it just looks so different driving <laughs> on the right lane because I was always on the left lane. So then when she was on the right lane, I'm like, oh my God, everything looks so different. Like I've never been on this side of the road before. Dude, y'all know, this is how you know she's a fast driver because <laughs> she just like, just this switch from driver to passenger and then like from the left to the right. Yeah, like it looks, <laughs> everything was like so different. And I was like, whoa. I know. Well, well I feel like, I feel like I'm a slow driver though. Because I think everybody says I'm a slow driver. You're a granny. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, how did you guys get here so fast? Because going to her house, I swear, it'd be taking me like 30 to 35 minutes sometimes. <laughs> but then like, I feel like Fashira coming to my house, that girl got here in like 15 minutes or something. Yeah, it probably didn't take me that long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I feel like I cannot live on that life of like, just like driving so fast because i'm always looking at my rear view mirrors or something to see if like there's a cop nearby because mm-hmm. i'm always so scared to get pulled over and because i've gotten pulled over at 94 before so i'm like oh i'm just gonna like go speed limit or like at least only five over because it's just anything more than that in the cities is like too fast for me <laughs> i feel like doesn't matter how fast you're going if i'm behind you you're too slow <laughs> like you could be going like 
80 on a 55, right? And then if I'm behind you, I'm like, oh, this car in front of me is so slow. Even though no, we're both going 80. Are you even looking at your freaking yeah, speed? Yeah, but I just feel like they're so slow. And then I'm like, oh, they're so slow. And then I, I will like cut them uh-huh. and go in front of them, but then go slower. Even though there's no car in front of me, I just feel like I'm going fast. And then fast. my car's going to be like, you literally did that just to go back to like. 70 miles yeah i just feel like every time i'm behind a car they're just too slow for me yeah i just say that like i feel like everybody can relate to this when i drive i like to like have open space you know yeah but if i'm driving behind someone and like i know that they're going slow i'm like dude can you get the can you just get out of this lane and go to the right or something yeah yeah I feel like just going 10 miles per hour on the fast lane i'm like you're too slow scoot over are you serious (laughs) yeah you usually go over i would say on average probably like 15 oh my gosh you're so crazy yeah oh usually i would say i go 10 over yeah then i'm too slow for you (laughs) yeah you're too (laughs) slow for me yeah i would say i typically drive like 70 miles per hour on the highway are you serious even like in the cities Uh uh-huh girl you're crazy yeah that's too fast for me that's i would say that's like my like normal speed i think my normal speed is like 60 65 I just find that so slow. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, no, that is not slow. You're just too fast. Yeah, but it's probably, you know, all those speeding tickets I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I've gotten a speeding ticket, ticket since. The last one I got was when I was working in Valley Fair at Panda. So mad. Because uh, Gustavo and I were late for work because, you know, Valley Fair is like freaking 45 minutes away. And then we were going, I was going this way, right? towards valley fair and there was a cop on the other like side going away from valley fair you know and you know how, like there's like that patch of grass so like the cop like oh he cut the patch of grass just to pull you over there was like a little part where like it's like oh uh, you know where a little part where they cut out so like cops usually sit there waiting or something you know oh, okay but i didn't even see the fucking cop i didn't see the cops so i was just like driving and then because i was like you're gonna get pulled over and i was like what and then he's like there's a cop and i was like oh my fucking god so the cop that was going the opposite way he literally took the time out of his day to do a u-turn and come over and pull me over <laughs> and we were literally like let's say i was here right i got pulled over here here and the freaking employee entrance was right there i was like already about to go into employee entrance and then i got pulled over and i was so mad so i was like oh my god did you try and get yourself out of it though no you should have he was like do you know how fast you were going ma'am and i was like mm, like 60 officer he's like do you know the speed limit here and i was like 55 he's like it's 50 and i was like i was like i'm sorry officer he's like well I have to give you a ticket. And I was like, you really don't. But <laughs> I guess if you really take the time out of your day to do a damn U-turn, just to pull me over. But yeah, I was so mad. Yeah. This one time I was driving to um, Fargo to support Fargo. And I went really late at night. It was probably like midnight. And then I was going super fast. I was going like 90 miles per hour. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh I was going gosh. super fast. And okay, there was another car. We were going like the same speed the whole way. Uh-huh. But that other car was behind me the whole time. And like, at first I thought they were a cop, but then they never pulled me over for like such a long time. So I'm like, it's just another. Was it a co- no, it wasn't a cop. Oh, okay. It's just, I'm like, it's just another car following me. Uh-huh. And then I don't know what happened, but I was, my stomach started hurting. So I needed to stop at the uh, gas station to use the stump, uh, to use the bathroom. <laughs> so then I stopped by the gas station to use a bathroom. So that car went past me. And uh-huh. then. When I left the gas station to drive again, that car got pulled over. Really? Yeah. 
So then I was like, okay, well, since that car already got pulled over, there's probably no more cops on this road. You got pulled over, didn't you? Yeah, I was going for like another five minutes and I got pulled over. But this cop was really nice. Oh. He actually let me go. Oh, thank goodness. What did he say to you? He's like, do you know how fast you're going? I'm like, yeah, I do. Oh. And then I was like, I'm just trying to get to Fargo. And I had my whole like suitcase in my in the back, like in my back seat and everything. Uh-huh. It was like a really big suitcase. <laughs> so he probably assumed that like I was a student or something just oh, going yeah, to yeah. school. Trying to get back to school because it's yeah. really late. So then he like looked at my, he took my driver's license and you know, all that stuff. And then he came back and he's like, well, today's your lucky day. My printer broke. So you're good to go. And he's let me go. Thank goodness. But that's like the first time I've ever experienced like a cop letting me go. Damn. I've experienced a few times a cops let me go. Yeah. Yeah. This one time, Gustavo and I were coming to you to go. Because remember, I don't know, remember, but it was like maybe two summers ago that we were going to go eat out. And and it was like late because we were going to like a restaurant or something i think i remember you yeah me. but we were coming to get you right because we we're gonna go pick you up so we we're coming 94 west and then like i wasn't even paying attention to how fast i was going because because and i were talking and the music was on and then uh i looked into my back review mirror and i was like huh this car's lights are off and then i like like switched lane to the right to let them go because i thought they're gonna go ahead of me you know and then it was a fucking cop and i was like oh my so he turned on his lights and i was like damn it i'm getting fucking pulled over so he was like do you know how fast you're going ma'am and i was like i'm sorry officer i really wasn't paying attention and then he was like well you were going like 70 miles an hour do you know what the speed limit here is and i was like 55 and he's like yes yes it is and i was like i'm so sorry officer i really wasn't paying attention like and he's like, why are you going to Minneapolis? And I was like, I was like, where are you headed? I'm like, Minneapolis. He's like, what you headed for? And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to my cousin's house because we're going to go eat out. And then he was like, okay. And then he took like my registration shit and stuff like that. You know, and then he came back. He was like, well, I appreciate your honesty. So tonight I'm not going to give you a uh, ticket, but I just want to give you a warning just to watch your speed limit. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yes, officer, I got you. I'm going to watch my speed limit real quick. And he was like, okay, have a good night. I was like, thank you so much. Have a good night. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. Bless the ancestors because, shoot, I was not trying to get a ticket that night. But, yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like I my luck with tickets are, I mean, like, it's been better. Uh-huh. But, okay, so I, I started driving illegally before I was 18. <laughs> I think I started, I was like driving at like 15 or 16 legally yeah. for a while. I was actually illegal, illegally driving for a while. And then I never got a ticket, never got pulled over or anything. And then as soon as I turned 18 and got my license. So when I turned 18, got my license. Um, your license my, or your permit? It was my license. Okay. Yeah. Because did you do the... Like, driving class in school? I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. But as soon as I got my license when I turned 18, like, uh-huh. you know, like, okay, when you turn 18, you got to do the permit, whatever, okay, you know. Okay, but when you got your license. Yeah, when I got my license okay, okay. after turning 18, mm-hmm. like, in July, I swear it was July, I got, like, five tickets. What? Yeah. Two of them were for speeding, two of them were, like, for parking, and then one of them for, like, was not my fault. I was taking my sister and her kids somewhere i don't remember i think to her in-laws uh-huh. and my nephew was sitting in the middle back seat but he didn't have seatbelt on oh, and no yeah we were on white bear like i was taking them to their in-laws and we were on white bear and then like 
the cop was just actually got done giving out a ticket to somebody else. Oh, heck no. He was walking towards his car. And he saw you? And then my nephew was like, you know, people being nosy. He like got out of his seat and was looking at the cop. And like, I guess they made eye contact. And then the cop got in his car and pulled me over. Yeah. And then he gave me a ticket because he's like, I literally just saw you drive by with your like the little boy in the back standing up staring at me. Like we made eye contact. Oh, no. He should be. And he, the cop was like, he should be in like a booster or like at least a seat built in, you know? Yeah. And then he gave me a ticket for that. But I mean, my pa, the one that was on earlier, yeah. <laughs> her son. <laughs> but I made her pay for it though. <laughs> yeah. Yo, okay. I'm just kidding. That's the thing with kids though. Whenever you be like, sit down, don't do anything, cops are right there. They be like, where? I'm like, bro, I just told you to sit down, okay? <laughs> like, they try to look for the cop. I know. I'm like, <laughs> what part of me telling you to sit down did you not understand? Like, even if they are in their booster seats or something, you know, yeah. they're like, where? I'm like, bro, I'm going to get a ticket because of you. Better sit down right now. Yeah, I do. Yeah. My speeding ticket, I got exactly two weeks apart in that month, too. Girl, you're so crazy. Uh, I know. That's so sad. But I have been, I have been doing pretty well, so uh, knock on wood, it stays like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> My crazy driving like story is that, like, right before I turned 18 to go get my permit test, like, it was like, the day right before I turned 18, I got into a freaking car accident. It was my fault. And I was like, I had no permit, no registration, or anything like that, you know, because I was driving to school. And then I was driving on the super busy road on Century. And I was going to make a left turn like this. And then, like, this girl, she came out over here and she started signaling that she's going to turn right. So I thought she was going to turn to the road that I was on, you know, but she was going to go on to like 36. And, but she just signaled too early, you know? So I made a left turn, and then I freaking hit her. And then, like, my... Like, I was driving our van at the time, and then, like, the front bumper of the van, like, broke. And then um, the girl, she went to my high school, but she had already graduated. So she was going to, like, her college because she was commuting. And then she, like, called her dad, and then her dad called the cops because I didn't have any freaking registration or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I called my mom and dad, and I was, like, obviously bawling my eyes out. And then my parents came... But yeah, ugh, it was so like so stupid. It's freaking shitty. But yeah, that happened. And then the next day, I turned eighteen. I went to go take my permit test, and I failed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I failed my freaking permit test the first time. And then I went to get like a week later, and then I passed. But yeah, that was my crazy, my freaking. So what happened? Um, they didn't sue us, thankfully, or anything like that. I just got a ticket, and I just like my, my parents just paid for it. Just pay for their car. You know. We don't know what happened to the car. I think their insurance took care of it. But I think what happened, it was really bad because <clears throat> we got the ticket and then we went to go see the officers and then they lowered it down. They lowered the ticket down. But then my parents, I think that got my parents kicked out of their insurance. So we had to get like a whole new insurance. insurance. <laughs> yeah. I know. I felt so guilty. So my parents, they were with Allstate at the time. And then when that happened, I think they kicked out my parents from Allstate, and then we moved to Progressive, and then my parents been with Progressive since. Yeah, it was crazy. Allstate should have kept your parents; they're loyal customers. I know. <laughs> yeah, so my parents been with Progressive. I think they just reached like diamond status. Um, oh. Yeah, because they've been there for so. Long. I don't know what diamond status is, yeah, but I don't either. But insurance is no joke. For real, for dude. all you younger, you know, younger people. You know, keep try to keep your record good because insurance is no joke. Yeah, for like even a speeding ticket, 
or anything, anything on your record is just going to jack your freaking car insurance up like crazy. Yeah. Are you still under your parents or do you have your own? I have my own now. Thank goodness. Yeah. But I wish I was still under my parents just because it would be cheaper. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think I'm still under my parents. Yeah. Like my, my name is under my dad's insurance and then Costello covers then our, both our cars are under Costello's name. So, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I have my own insurance, and that's no joke. Like I cannot wait until pay? I pay um like two fifty six a month. Okay, and I'm with Safeco. I think you like them. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know know much about insurance. Yeah. I just no, you gotta get it covered. Yeah, <laughs> I just know I need to get it covered, <laughs> and I just know that if anything happens, then I just call them. Well, I just know that like if it's my fault. If, if there's an accident, it's my fault, then I should contact them. But if it's not my fault, then I should just not contact them. Because whether it's my my fault or not, if I contact them, they're always going to keep record of it. Uh-huh. So if it's not my fault, it's better not to contact them and just contact the other insurance. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. What well, no, I do, though? Yeah, so, um, yeah. That's all I really know about insurance. Yeah. I don't know about, like, the liability, anything of that, like... How much do you want? I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. As long as your car is covered, that's all yeah. that matters. <laughs> Usually yeah. when I'm buying, I'm like, I don't know, just get the minimum and as long as my car is covered. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like full coverage? Do you know? Yeah, I have full coverage okay. on my car just because my car is newer. Yeah. As yeah. long as you have full coverage, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's a shoe. You can get hit and then get a new car. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Dude, I know. If anybody knows me, they know. Okay, y'all, my freaking car life is just so fucking sad because in 2017, I got a brand new 2018 Camry and I drove that thing for one month and I got into a freaking accident. And it was total. <laughs> it was total. It was maybe my fault too. So the car got total. And then on New Year's Day, 2018, New Year's Day, I bought a new. 2018 Camry, okay? So this is my second Camry, okay? I bought a new one. And then, like, freaking a whole year later, I got to an accident again. And it wasn't even my fault. So I got freaking, like... And it got total, too. So <laughs> two cars total. And then we... Ha- and then Gustavo and I, we bought our, my car right now, which is the Subaru Forester. And then literally, like, three months later, we were in drive-thru for a Kiribu coffee, and the freaking do hit us in the back too but like did they take care of it no they didn't because it was just like something just popped out but it's still fine you know it's like still attached to it but you can get money off of them that's what i was telling you stop all that because because he was driving because he wanted caribou so uh-huh. we went to caribou coffee and then because we were working at hudson at the time uh-huh. at pan express hudson in wisconsin and then you know there's that caribou right next to it so we were gonna get caribou first and then the car behind us hit us and i was like are you fucking kidding me like seriously we just got this car so ugh. anyways gustavo didn't get his like information or anything or he, i don't know maybe he did but then like you guys just didn't call their insurance. yeah we just didn't call insurance we didn't call our insurance we didn't call their insurance we were like it's just such a small matter it's whatever but now that i think about it in hindsight we should have freaking got it fixed and you don't have told, to call your insurance you just, just told him to pay for it you know yeah if they got it fixed but we just mm-hmm. left it yeah you just have to call their insurance and then as long as he like his insurance will give the other person a call so like if it's the other person's fault right if you call their insurance they will call their like their customer yeah to confirm that they hit you guys or like that it was their fault that there's damages on your car yeah and then you could just like request for like 
money and they'll send someone out to inspect it and then send you a check or like whatever oh so that's what i did so that you're i mean that if it's not your fault then you don't even need to report it to your insurance to be honest yeah so oh we didn't do that for, for me when i first bought my car I have a 2017 Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. I bought it brand new t- in the year 2017. Like literally a month or so out, like when I got my car, someone like tapped at the back of my bumper. And like, I had like these two holes from like the license plate nails uh-huh. on my bumper. And I called their insurance and they paid me $500 just for those two. Did it cost that much to get it replaced? I didn't replace it. Oh, you didn't? It's still there. Because oh. you can't really see it. Like you, oh, okay, If okay. you go up close, you can see just like, it's like really small tap. But yeah. like, it made like two whole dents on my car. It's like really small. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. But they still pay me $500 for it. So. Yeah. Got $500 for free? Pretty much. <laughs> Shit. I got each other next time. But yeah, so now when I drive, sometimes when I drive now, I feel like I have like, ptsd or something because i've been getting so anxious when cars get so close to me i feel like they're gonna hit me because i've just been getting hit from behind because these freaking stupid <laughs> drivers so yeah so now i get so anxious or when gustavo drives oh my gosh whenever gustavo's driving and i'm in the car with him i get so much anxiety because he likes to like drive really fast you know and really close and like break really close to those cars uh-huh. in front of us and i'm like dude <sighs> i swear i'm gonna get like a heart attack driving with you because this is just like too anxious for me <laughs> talking about gustavo driving my boyfriend when he drives i'm nervous too I, like i'm always a driver like since we've been dating we've been together for three years i have always been a driver and like when he does drive like it makes me nervous too and, like, he's probably a better driver than i am but i'm just yeah. always nervous because he falls asleep really quick like <laughs> no joke okay <laughs> he, he will sleep and like I will snap my finger. He, he will fall asleep, okay? <laughs> like, three, if you count to three, he will fall asleep, especially when he's super tired. Like, Why he could he fall asleep. Then? Yeah, he could fall asleep really quick. So, like, when he, like, when we go out eating and I'm really full and I want to drive, I will, like, okay, you drive. But I'm always nervous because I'm afraid that he will just fall asleep while driving. Dude, that full coma. Yeah. Dang, that's scary. So. You should just drive. <laughs> and on top of that, like, we always drive my car because he has, like, a manual and I don't know how to drive manual. Uh-huh. So then we always drive my car and like he has like a heavy feet. So then like he'll press on gas really hard and like press and brake really hard. And I your, hate your that. Your car is so sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Like I freaking, I hate it so much. Like I hate that so much. Like it gives me a headache because I'm doing this the whole time. Don't. <laughs> I hate that. That's how I feel about Gustavo. Whenever he breaks, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, bro, can you just like gently press on it? Like, why do you need to go like this so hard? Yeah. Like. Dude, that's how I feel. I'm like, and this is a new car. Can you just? I know, be gentle, my baby. <laughs> For real, that's how I feel too. Yeah. Chill. Like normally, I would have that like um that eco oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. like eco on. Yeah. But when he drives, I tell him to turn it off because um when you turn it off, then like when you step on the um gas, it like what is what? it called? The gas pedal. Like when you step on the gas pedal, the like the speed limit thing. Oh, like from zero to yeah, whatever? Yeah, zero to whatever. Uh-huh. Like, it moves up faster. Oh, yeah. I see. So then I tell him to turn it off so that it, like, goes faster or yeah. whatever. Yeah, damn. Yeah. I, I, dude, I'm just like, dude, can you just, like, gently, gently drive? Gently accelerate, please. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, gently accelerate, gently, gently brake, because, shoot, we're not trying to replace new cars, because we just got new tires for the car, too. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm so mad, because I got a nail in it. cars are so hard to maintain i know uh oh also speaking of you and your boot thing wait can we say his name are you okay with that 
Yeah, that's okay. okay. <laughs> Speaking of you and Henry, um, since y'all been dating for three years, like, I know you guys have been talking about it. Marriage. Y'all think marriage oh. anytime soon i don't know man or are you gonna be like accidental baby or something <laughs> no i definitely don't want to be like i mean i feel like there's nothing wrong with like you know having a baby before you get married but yeah, for sure just me like i am someone who likes to go out a lot mm-hmm. i probably like like you want to go on a honeymoon and everything yeah i do like i want to travel go on a honeymoon i want to have i want to do the like he he get down his knees first. <laughs> like I I mean I told him before, like I want him to get down his knees, propose to me, and then he could take me home and do that, you know, chicken thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want him to do all that, but I feel like it's probably not gonna happen. Not gonna work. I hope it does. Are you taking notes, Henry? <laughs> I hope he is. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about your ideal proposal then. Take notes, Henry. Like, what would it be? Would it be, like, you know how, like, some YouTube videos or even movies, they're, like, dining on top floor with steak and stuff, and then, like, the guy gets down on one knee, and, like, he proposes? Like, is that, like, your (laughs) ideal proposal, you feel like? No, that's probably, no. No? Okay. (laughs) I feel like that's really unrealistic. (laughs) I mean, it would be nice, but for me, I'm not someone who, like, wants, like, anything that's really extravagant. Yeah. It could just be us, you know, like. I don't need all my friends or family there, you know? For sure. Just because I don't want him to feel awkward, you know? Or, like, yeah, pressured. So, if it's just us, I don't mind, you know? But, like, I want it to be, like, cute, though. Like, memorable. Yeah. I don't want it to be, like, oh, that's just what he did. Would you want someone there to record it? So you can watch back on it? I would want to, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's okay because, you know, memories last longer. (laughs) Girl, are you sure? <laughs> I feel like I forget a lot really easily nowadays. Yeah, I feel like as you get older, <laughs> your life kind of like, yeah, your memory kind of like makes together. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, but okay. I do I do want him to propose to me first before we get married. Yeah, so you feel like, talking about like among marriage and everything, you feel like you would want to elope with him or do you want him to come in like to the house and everything and do it that way? You know, like, when I was younger, I wanted them to, like, come to the house. house, But, like, realistically, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Just because my parents are not around and his, I know, like, his dad is not around. Yeah. So then, um, it's probably most likely not going to happen that way. Yeah. And that's okay, too. I feel like it's a lot more work that way. Yeah. I think so, too. And my dad, like, honestly, this beginning of the year when my parents um, came back home Mm -hmm. to, like, do, like, the hoopli bake yeah. like stuff like that. Uh, my dad had to talk with all like all of you guys, just the daughters, the ones that are not married yet. Oh yeah. So Pachia, me, and Lee, and Lee. She's not. I don't. She hasn't come yet. Right? No. Yeah, but the the three uh, daughters that are like not married yet, and he pretty much was like, if you guys are ready to get married, go get married. <laughs> he, <laughs> he wants said, to get rid of us. <laughs> I'm sick of y'all. Okay, I'm counting now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we all older, we are all older now. So he pretty much was like, go get married. <laughs> he said, go get married before you uh, are past your prime. <laughs> yeah, that's what he pretty much told us. Like, go get married. Like, don't wait for us. He pretty much said like, yes, I know your mom and I are not around. Yeah, but. Just go get married. Like, if you want to go get married, go get married. Don't wait for us. Yeah. Like, like we do everything through the phone now. So <laughs> <laughs> It's on that Facebook call live, yeah. okay? My dad was like, if you go get married and, like, 
you know like so be it <laughs> yeah like just he my dad pretty much just said like if you go get married just call us and let us know that you're leaving so that like at least we'll have someone in the house waiting for them or oh, okay we could communicate through the phone like okay it's not that big of a deal yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're gonna go just go yeah oh, don't wait for good. us yeah yeah at least he told you that i yeah. feel like gustavo and i personally i feel like we have to go talk to my parents you know because like he's not long and then it's like just like for us to like get that like assurance and like their blessing i feel yeah, like with you them. guys because gustavo's not mong yeah you've like you guys would have to go talk to your parents yeah. and like for sure get your parents blessings yeah for sure yeah y'all know how that goes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay and then like do you feel like you're gonna get married anytime soon though like next year two years or something Maybe in a year or two. Yeah. Uh, everyone's been telling you us. Yeah, like, tell me so that I can plan mine. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's been asking if we're going to get married anytime soon. Because well, everyone's like. We all really think she's going to go next. Okay. <laughs> like, for real. I don't know. We'll see. Because like, everyone's like, he's price. getting old. Okay. My boyfriend's not that old. Harry's not that old. No, I know. But they're all like, he's getting old. He's only like, what? 26? 27? He'll be 27. Oh. Yeah. Gustavo's 27. Really? Yeah. Oh, dang. Y'all need to get married. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, but everyone's been telling us that we need to get married. So, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are fine. Because we just, he just turned 27 and I just turned 26 in oh, January. Yeah. So, yeah, you're totally fine. Yeah. Everyone, like, he, he personally wants to get married, like, right now, like, this year, and, like, pop out kids, but I'm definitely not ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> not, like, not even close, so. <laughs> Do you feel like you're going to be okay living with your in-laws? Yeah, I yeah. think, I think I'll be okay. Um, his, um, his dad. Because the youngest son, right? Yeah, he's the youngest son uh i feel like yeah i think i'll be okay living with his in-law his mom's his mom's pretty nice like mm -hmm. she's not like the typical like mean mother-in-law yeah so. like the stereotypical one yeah, yeah. so she said bless <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah so oh uh, i think it'll be okay and their mom-in-law is actually like she's really nice and she's very helpful too okay that's nice like, when it comes to like, yeah. babysitting and stuff yeah Aww, so i mean like not that i expect her to babysit her sure. kids yeah but like she's very helpful around the house and for sure she clean up i like that she like cleans up after herself and she likes things like very neat and tidy so that's good yeah that's what we like to hear yeah <laughs> yeah if y'all know like i would say with Juan and our family we're just so very like you know like clean this clean that like go one two three yeah like clean the house the house has to look a certain way yes. this has to look like this yeah yeah so i feel like we like it's always so nice to hear that people like houses clean but i would say that my house personally is not always the cleanest i feel like it's different when you move out <laughs> and live by yourself okay i'm not gonna lie because sometimes i get so lazy my dishes be piling up so but that's it's just you two though like yeah. i feel like you don't have to worry about any nobody else you know yeah i feel like the only thing i would have to worry about uh when marry him and his like mom living with us is that like she's like traditional you know uh -huh. like she like is that like she does not that she expects me to like wake up every morning and cook for her but then uh, like yeah it's six o'clock where's breakfast <laughs> like not like that but like their family like i see that they like eat lunch and dinner like it's for sure dinner like they always okay. eat dinner together at the table That's nice yeah and uh i've noticed like being with him for three years like i noticed that like 
they're not the type they don't like to eat the same dish every day like my family like we can eat stir fry every day no <laughs> like stir fry my like, family too yeah i'll be like okay guys i'm making this much and it's gonna last us until friday I'll cook it on Wednesday or something. <laughs> yeah. The leftover go into the fridge, and that's all you guys get to eat until Friday, okay? Yeah. Like, my family, we can eat stir fry every day, but his family, like, every day they want, like, a different type of dish. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Or, like, they get tired of things easily. Yeah. So then I feel like for me, because I'm not used to cooking so many different, like, they eat, like, pho one day, kapong, or, like... Darling, they eat that gush. Yeah, like, they're, like... Dude, if I eat pho, that's a whole week of food, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's my family, too. <laughs> like, that's food for a couple of days, but they yeah. eat, like, pho in the morning, and then at night, they cook something different, you know? So, I feel like that would be something that I would have to learn how to cook more different dishes. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. just start following that mom kitchen life. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, they literally eat something, like, different every day. Like, the one, one day, they eat, like, egg rolls or something, or, like... It sounds like you're going to need to get a house with a dishwasher, okay? <laughs> they do have a dishwasher, but they don't use it. I don't know. I've never used dishwasher. Yeah. And I don't. I just don't. I don't know if it's clean. Yeah. I feel like if you clean up, like, keep up to date with its cleaning, it's fine. Like, Gosalo, we don't use ours, but we use it as a dish rack. Like yeah, every, I feel like that's every Hmong people. Yeah, every Asian family does that. <laughs> but I feel like if you grew up in a life where you did use a dishwasher, then it's fine. And sometimes I hear that like, using a dishwasher is, like, more eco-friendly than washing hand, dishes by hands because depending on how many dishes you have and, and how you wash dishes but yeah yeah i mean if you're letting the water run the whole time for real if you do that you're doing dishes wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> or you have a lot of money to know, pay for that water bill <laughs> but okay well that sounds fun like do you feel like because i know you probably want to like move out and stuff like that like how long do you think you'll live with them before you and henry buy a house or like get your own place or something i mean i've talked to the sister that his sister-in-law that he lives with right now uh-huh. and i like his whole family just not his but everyone has been asking like how come we're not married yet and all that ready guys <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> stop but asking i told his sister-in-law that like i want to move out when we get married or For like sure. Within a year, you know, not even a year, maybe six months of us getting married. Like, I want to move out. Yeah. But I feel like it's harder said, like, They're it's done. easier yeah. said than done because um, his sister-in-law, she's on her fourth baby. She's having a girl. Oh. Yeah. So, they have two boys and one girl right now. And, yeah, I just feel like if we get married, like, I just want to move out because I feel like they already have their own family and, like, they're already established in the house, you know? Cause, For sure. Yeah. So, I just feel like it would be best for us to move out because it'd be nice to have your, like alone time, you know, just yeah. some alone time for you two to really like get to know each other. How you're, I mean, you probably know because you basically live over there. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I still go home, <laughs> but like you know, I feel like you'll be able to like have your own space and really like decorate or do things with your own house and stuff. Yeah, I think so too, and I just, I just feel like. You know, if I feel like when we get married, like I'm not, it's not my house, it's their house, you know, because yeah. they, they established their family there. And I feel like my boyfriend just lives with them because mm-hmm. he's single, you know, and his mom lives with them. So he just kind of follows his mom, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I do want to move out. And like, we've talked about it and because he is the youngest, like we talked about his mom, you know? And yeah. I was like, you know, if we move out, 
whether we get a house or apartment, like we could always ask your mom, like if she wants to move out with us, like if she does, we'll get an apartment with two bedrooms. There's your mom can come live with us. If she doesn't, we'll get an apartment with one bedroom, like whatever she wants. Like, I don't want to force her to live with us. Like, yeah, if she doesn't want to live with us, like I'm not going to force her to come live with us. Like she could live with whoever she wants, you know? And I feel like, a lot of his sister-in-laws, like, we, they kind of talk, among, talk amongst themselves, uh-huh. like, when I'm there, too. And they're kind of like, yeah, we don't really care who they want to live with. If they want to live with wherever or whoever, that's okay, you know? Basically, she got options. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, like, that's what I told him. So, I mean, I'm more than happy to take his mom, you know? Yeah. But if, I don't want to force her to come live with us. For sure. She doesn't want to. Yeah. I mean, either way, I feel like they're probably just, like you know hop houses or something yeah which is fine you know i feel like it's nice because they should be able to like experience living with like all her sons and stuff yeah it'll be a good experience but yeah and maybe if she lives with you she can watch your kids or something <laughs> <laughs> i mean she wants to i don't know i feel like she's still like they're henry, my boyfriend's mom henry is she's still very young and she knows how to drive and yeah she has is her she own like car Paul's mom's young wait is Paul's mother-in-law a little bit older than Paul's mother-in-law is younger than my parents. No way. Yeah, she's younger. I think so. No way. Okay, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) No, uh, his parents are definitely older. His mom is probably like fifty. Oh, I think that's that's. I think that's around Gustavo's mom's age. Yeah, yeah. Probably like fifty or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's yeah. She's not like super old, but she's not like super young or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's, like, in her 50s. Yeah. Well, it's okay. <clears throat> because I feel like that's when you'll be able to really, like, live your life. Yeah, but she's still very strong, though. I mean, like, she's still very independent. So yeah. that's that's good. Like, Because you said she can drive around. Yeah, she can drive around and, like, she, like, helps babysit and stuff. And, she's like, she could still cook, you know? Like, like she'll cook. Like, if, if they cook something and she doesn't want it, like, she'll cook it herself. Like, oh, cook food herself. Like, she doesn't just wait. Or yeah, the sister-in-law, that's yeah. That's nice. Yeah, so she's still very independent. Okay, sounds very understanding. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's all the that's what we all want in a mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally like you don't like it, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's very patient too, so that's good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she's also very very understanding, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Gustavo's mom is like that too. She's very super she's so sweet. Like um i mean we don't we aren't able to like talk freely you know because of the language barrier Mm -hmm. but i feel like we understand each other well enough yeah yeah so i don't know because i always always get like how are you guys talking and i'm like i know (laughs) (laughs) so when i first got here i asked i was asking gustavo like how does nancy your mom communicate when you're not around because i was like honestly i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know like it's just having let me know let us know if you are in an interracial relationship and like you have this same situation okay we would love to hear about it but um yeah because i was mom and i i don't know like i understand because she does know some english words you know so like if she isn't able to like fully express the like for me to fully understand it she'll say the word in english and then i'll be able to like get like what she's saying through like her, the english words and like her hand ex- hand gest- gestures and body language so yeah and most of the time she always says the same thing to me and i always say the, like the same words to her too so like that's how we always understand each other <laughs> yeah but and like if i do want to say something that like maybe i don't know when i'll google translate it 
and then I'll play the audio, and then she'll she'll understand it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I do it. So yeah, <laughs> I know more Spanish than Gustavo knows more Hmong. Oh, so yeah. Well, I feel like it's because Gustavo's not forced to speak Hmong. Though. Yeah, he's not. So I can't even imagine him talking to Hmong with my mom. Like, but um, your parents are not even bad at English, though. No, I think my dad's English is really good, but my mom's English has really improved. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like a few years ago, it was not good at all. But yeah. it's really improved now. I feel like with our parents, when they came here, they were still pretty young. So yeah. I know. were only like 17. Yeah, I know my parents, they went to high school for like the last, probably like junior, senior year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, like my parents, they definitely like understand more than they can speak. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's how my parents are too. And like, that's the thing, like, I went to a white school, so when we have, like, translators or, like, <laughs> I'm their translator. Yeah. Like, when we do teacher conference, right, <laughs> the teacher would say something, and then, like, I wouldn't need to translate. Or, like, when we go somewhere, the teacher would say something. Like, they'll say English, and then, like, I wouldn't translate. Or I would, like, do Monglish in a way. Or, uh -huh. like, I would just, like, say, like, a short phrase in Hmong. translators there? No, we do. But, like, uh, sometimes, like, we don't request for it. Because oh, my I parents see. are like, oh, it's okay. You could just translate for yeah. me. And he was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Get a translator, please. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, it's it's kind of weird. Because, like, they'll say, like, a really long phrase in English. And then, like, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh. Like, in Hmong, I'm like, dad, did you understand that? He's like, yeah. And then that's it. And then they'll be waiting for me to finish. But they're like, she translates so short. I don't think she, like, knows how to translate yeah. in Hmong, you know? But it's like, my dad... My parents understand, you know. Yeah. The they what they don't know is like how to speak it back. So that's yeah. what I do. You know, I do the speaking back, <laughs> which is I feel like with our generation these days, it's the same thing. Like I could understand Hmong better than speaking it too. For sure. Yeah. I know. I was just telling. Um, I was just saying to like, I forgot who, but I was thinking that it's so hard to like speak your language if you don't like. Uh, like for our next generation like my niece and nephew and like your nieces and mm -hmm. nephew I feel like it's so hard for them to understand Hmong nowadays because we just usually speak English to them now I know or Monglish or even broken broken Hmong you know because yeah. <laughs> that's all we know now too so I, like I feel like they want to learn but we can't properly teach them because we are our, our we ourselves don't even know yeah like our parents probably know like 75% of the language we know like what 25 <laughs> not even 50, so yeah. yeah i try to like learn it more by reading Hmong books and mm -hmm. like listening to more Hmong songs and stuff especially now that i'm dating gustavo you know so like we only speak english to each other mm -hmm. and sometimes i try to speak spanish to him and he tries to speak Hmong to me sometimes but it doesn't really go that way but yeah so it's just hard how like because you guys speak two like totally different language yeah. and English is like the common language you guys speak. How would you how do you think you're gonna raise your kids? <sighs> well, if anything we would like to like speak not speak, teach them Spanish animal mm -hmm. but I would like them to like maybe like just take classes in all of it. You mm -hmm. know? You know how like I think a lot of like uh maybe I'm wrong, but like, a lot of Chinese students and stuff, like, they have put their, Chinese people, they put their kids in, like, kind of, like, Sunday school, but for, like, Chinese class mm -hmm. and learning Mandarin or Cantonese and stuff. So, I feel like I want to put our kids in, like, Spanish class or, like, one class for them, like, as a toddler growing mm -hmm. up. So, <clears throat> they can understand it. But we'll see what happens. But I know. I, like, my supervisor at Wells Fargo, right, um, 
she's Hispanic and her husband's white. Uh huh. But then, like, she was telling me that she only speaks Spanish to her kids. Yeah. And her husband only speaks English to the kids. Yeah. But then, um, her kids go to like an all Spanish, school. like, not school, but like, I kind of kind of like school, but like they like her they babysit the kids. Oh. Like they okay. take her to daycare, but like the daycare is like all speak like Spanish speaking. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's how they incorporate Spanish. Yeah, to get into exposure. The kids. Yeah. yeah. I know. I think. Um, it's gonna be really hard because <laughs> my mom is not that good, but I feel like Spanish it would be, I don't know, because I would think it's gonna be easier for them. Or no, no, he doesn't know either. Because because I was <laughs> Spanish is not that good either. That's what he says to me. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But ideally, I would like them to learn both Hmong and Spanish because obviously they're already gonna know English growing up and going to school and stuff, you know. So yeah. Because I want them to be able to communicate with Gustavo's parents, and if anything, also my parents and mom mm-hmm. too. So definitely, yeah, oh, it's yeah. hard. But we'll see. I don't know. Like I don't know about you guys. Like being first generation here, like I feel like I don't know. You guys could let us know, but I feel like you know, English. I'm not the best at English, but in Hmong, I'm not the best in Hmong either. Like I know my language and like the way I. Sp- how I speak and everything, like, it's not the best. Like, I'm not good at English. I'm not good at Hmong. Like, I'm just right in the middle between both of them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like that. Like, sometimes I'm just like, you know, like, I'm not good at English, but I'm not good at Hmong, you know? Like, which I feel like it's kind of weird. Yeah. I feel like speaking, because speaking is just so, like, natural for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, in English, I think for me, my biggest problem would probably be, like, my grammar when i'm like writing stuff and like sending out emails or letters and stuff like my i'm always like dang i need to like work on my grammar because i feel like i didn't know if i should put a semicolon here or a colon or like i only know period exclamation point that's me too okay i know what a noun is i don't even know what an adjective is okay (laughs) i never learned that (laughs) an adjective is something that describes and maybe i'm wrong okay we're gonna have to google this but yeah so just like i don't know there's like a lot but yeah i think are we reaching yeah okay well, we're reaching our time limit, but is, is there anything else you'd like to say to the people? No. No? Did you have fun today, though? I think that's yeah. my like, question. Do you like our setup? I do. I have fun. At first, I was nervous, but I feel like it's just like another conversation. You know, we talk all the time. I know. Just catching <laughs> up. Like I said, you we have know that we could talk forever. Forever. <laughs> we haven't seen each other since Halloween, so yeah. yeah. It's just a quick catching up. And I feel like I like doing this because... I think it's nice to bring out like conversations that we don't usually have with each other, even when we're catching up. You know? Yeah, so I think so too. Yeah. Um, well, any last comments or anything else? No. No. Okay. Did you want to share your social media? Or you don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> you don't have to. Okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> no no okay cool i was like i was like is that are you saying it's okay that you want to or it's okay you don't want to (laughs) okay well that's all we have for this week everyone i hope you all had like a great time with us and enjoy us talking about our future plans and our freaking crazy driving and speed tickets (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) those insurance though for real but anyways um this is my cousin Hull once more time and uh, that's it for this week i will see you all next week bye everyone Thank mm-hmm. you.